Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is the Brodega Podcast. He is Tommy, and I am Cole. What's up, guys? And uh, in this week's po- uh, episode of the New Improved Brodega Podcast, we are going to be going over uh, some mailbag questions we got. A lot of you guys uh, message us with some life advice that we're going to answer because, you know, we're qualified to do that. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about the one, the only, the greatest of all time, Tom Brady, retiring. Yep, official. Um, and the reason why he's called the GOAT is for the amount of Super Bowls he's won, and we have the Super Bowl coming up. Oh, yeah, next week. So we're going to go a little bit over uh, the Super Bowl, how it came about, and the media empire that is the Super Bowl. <laughs> and then finally, uh, we just – I have a great business idea that I've come up with, and I'm back on my fucking TikTok rant. <laughs> Yeah, we put up a few uh, questions on the Instagram for polls and a lot of interaction. Thank yeah. you guys for that. It was a, a lot of you guys were <laughs> helpful with the polls. Pretty lopsided on the questions, but definitely had some really good questions in there as well. One of them, I'm really, I'm actually really shocked about. What's that? What was it? The TikTok one, actually. Oh yeah, yeah. So you know, we've said it on the uh, on the show before. I am not a big TikTok fan, and it's. It, it's not the like elitist. I'm a man. I don't need TikTok shit. I love TikTok. It's just the manners <laughs> have have come out. Yeah, around it, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just like the more and more this app's out, the more and more I find pet peeves with it. <laughs> and we've talked about it before, like people playing TikTok in public for me to hear them, right? Yeah. But then the other part of it is what's I think I can tolerate it more when I know that you're giving me a conscious effort so I don't have to fucking hear it. Yeah, yeah. But then, like, no one ever does that. It's always at 100% volume. (laughs) And then I got to hear, like, I either got to hear that shitty, uh, that Boston accent they added Uh, in the fucking update. Yeah. Yeah. So I asked my boyfriend, you know, like that, that little voice they added. I hear that one a lot. Or here, I never knew nobody. Happy that you know, like, yeah. <laughs> and it's always at a hundred percent, and I'm like, I'm always trying to do something, and it or like we've talked about in the car, so it's like you might as well just turn the music off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm with. Um, I think what was what was the poll? I think it was. So I'm bra- I'm pulling it up right it was now. It's pretty close. I remember that. So. It was closer than I thought. Mm-hmm. Over 50%. So we asked, what is an acceptable TikTok volume? And now I did broad strokes, right? Yeah. Over 50%. 42% of our voters said they it should be over 50%. 58% of our voters said under 50%. So my team won, but not as marginally different as I thought. Yeah. Cause I mean, I mean, if you're okay, so yeah, it was broad, so I can understand where they're like, well, yeah, if I'm listening by myself, I'm gonna listen to it over fifty percent. But if you, I think if we change it and put, if you're in the presence of someone else, what should your TikTok volume be over or under fifty percent? Well, there's an update for next episode. Yeah. Because I'm like, if if someone's like sitting next to me, I'm not gonna be sitting here blaring of anything on my phone, YouTube video, like. Well, that's why I like you, Tommy, because I don't think I'd do a podcast with you if you did that. 
But what I've noticed is the majority of people that I fucking know <laughs> don't do that. Because you got to imagine, like, at 50%, if you're right here looking at your phone and it's a foot, foot and a half away from your face, it's loud enough. Well, yeah, that's, that's what I'm getting. I watch a lot of YouTube. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, I watch YouTube at 50%, if not lower. Yeah. If I'm in the presence of other people, mm -hmm. like anybody. I catch myself, too, if I, like, like if I don't want to – because, like, it's just being courteous. Yeah. And that's the thing, just being courteous, you know what I mean, to other people, to people in your surrounding. At work, I play yeah. YouTube off to the side. Mm -hmm. I put my headphones in so I can hear. Exactly. Right? I, who, I mean, everybody has headphones. Everybody. You if can you buy do. headphones for, like, $7. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. There's so many different types of headphones you can fucking buy. <laughs> you can buy wireless headphones for, like, 30 bucks. Yeah. Cheaper than that, honestly. Yeah. that's Not that, bad. That's what I'm getting at. Mm -hmm. But, like. If I watch YouTube without headphones, I'm at least at 50%. Yeah. I, I guess I, I say myself, at most yeah. 50%. I'm catching myself, like, putting it to my ear, like, oh, okay. Like, you know, just, like, not, yeah. like, be an asshole in your surroundings. I'm just noticing it more and more. I I, I think I, I blew up on someone at work about it. I was like, <laughs> fuck's sake, dude. And then, yeah, it's just that whole thing. I, I know we keep coming back to this one. It's just... Every couple of weeks, I'm like, well, there's another reason why I hate this fucking app, dude. <laughs> um, and the, mind you, there are a lot of great videos. I laugh my ass off. You send me some funny ass shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's just that it's, I don't know. It's the people that work it, I guess. But I wanted to yeah. see if I was just being a, a, a dramatic bitch about it. No, I, I agree. I mean, it's just being courteous, man. Yeah. It, that's all it is. And there's a lot of people just don't give a shit. That's when it comes down to it. Yeah. There's like, well, it's I, it's my thing. I don't give a shit about my surroundings. <laughs> well, speaking of like watching YouTube and stuff, mm -hmm. um, I think over the past couple of months, I've been a bigger coffee drinker outside okay. of pumpkin spice latte. <laughs> but uh, something I like to do on the weekends is because I get up so early in the morning for work, sleeping mm -hmm. in for me is like seven, eight o'clock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, oh. <laughs> And I know you're, you're Tommy's side-eyeing me right now because there's sometimes I'll text Tommy and I'll be like, hey, when we're recording today, and it'll be like 1230, Tommy's like, I just woke up. And I'm like, what the fuck? Are you 16? If, if, I don't have, if I don't have my kid with me, I for sure sleep in. And then there's like the sleep in with your kid, you know? Yeah. You turn on Netflix, you give her whatever she wants in bed so she can just you can sleep with crumbs for the next week <laughs> just and then we just watch you know we watch netflix and it kind of goes in and out but you know the alarm's on everything's fine yeah it's not a big deal but you know she's just that's you know that's not real sleeping and yeah if if i don't have my kid dude i'm typically i played apex until like 1 a.m and i finally go to bed oh well, if it's friday i'm talking to my girlfriend all night and you drank all the brodega alcohol <laughs> yeah and then you know i'd take a shower if I can get in the shower, depends how drunk I am, and then I go to bed. <laughs> well, anyway, so I usually have to get up around 7. Mm -hmm. I get my kid up, um, get him breakfast, you know, brush teeth, all that shit. And he's figured out the hack because mm -hmm. we're potty training. And he's like, and the deal is, if he doesn't have an accident, and also if he, like, if he shits in the toilet. Yeah. He can go watch YouTube. He yeah. likes he likes Ryan's World, the the millionaire 
YouTube sensation. Yeah. <laughs> and so now he's figured out that he'll he will he will take a shit in the mornings. So he <laughs> like on the weekends. And I, I I'm I'm fine with it because like I remember being a kid, I woke up on Saturday and Sunday, watched Saturday morning cartoons, oh, Power yeah. Rangers, fucking Digimon, all that shit. Yep, Digimon, Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, dude. It was like yeah. in that order. Digimon, digital monsters, Digimon are the champions. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Saturday morning cartoons. So I'm fine with it because mm-hmm. like it's to my to me that's like Saturday morning cartoons. Yeah. But anyway, so I, I get them all situated. And I go and I brew myself some coffee, and I got a, I like the big old coffee mugs. Pour it in there. Mm-hmm. I open up the blinds. We've talked about my my recliner. I'm setting the scene. My recliner is yeah. right next to the window. And like today, it was kind of cold and it's raining. And sounds the, magical. The rain comes down <laughs> right outside the window, so I hear the rain splashing. And I sit there and I drink my coffee. <laughs> I'll either read a book or I'll watch YouTube or I'll just contemplate life and I sip on my coffee and I found out that's how I come up with ideas <laughs> for anything. The show, life. Like when I'm struggling, I just I need to start a podcast. <laughs> so this morning I was doing that. How old are you, dude? 26. 26. You just described like a 50 year old's best morning ever aside from like 7 a.m like you usually wake up like 4 a.m yeah for everybody else <laughs> i take pride in that actually yeah. you're just like i can imagine when you're 50 dude what are you doing you're 50 you're gonna be in a like you're gonna be in a home <laughs> yeah. hey, i've been i've been middle aged since 18 years old yeah. it's only time <laughs> And, you know, everyone even tells watching, me that. Even you pulling up your Instagram to look at the store. <laughs> and I just sitting there thinking, I was like, I hope they can realize how fucking old you look. Dude, you. I, I've said this, and, like, I know a lot of young people are like, I'm an old soul. And, like, them saying they're an old soul is like, I'm an old soul. I like to listen to Grateful Dead <laughs> and Jimi Hendrix, and I wish I could have went to Woodstock. And I'm over here fucking on my iPhone poking poking shit with my one <laughs> finger with my glasses halfway down my nose <laughs> and i tell people i'm an old soul and i fucking own that shit <laughs> all right um yeah i am an old soul but yes yeah, i do enjoy is. that i think it's because of all the bullshit like to be completely serious mm-hmm. with all the bullshit that we deal with in our job yeah i have found that that saturday sunday morning where all is quiet the kids watching TV, mm-hmm. you know, the wife sleeping, nobody at work is handing me their fucking problems <laughs> or like getting mad at me because of whatever reason. Yep. And it's just, it's like the one time in my life in that whole week that I get some fucking peace and quiet. <laughs> and I love it. I cherish that yeah. hour of time I get of peace and quiet. Yeah. And, I- no, go ahead. I'm just like, we have like totally separate like, like ideas of like morning routines. And it's just, it's just funny. Cause like, I'm like, I'm 30, almost 33 now. Yeah. And like, I'm sleeping until noon. <laughs> the first thing that goes <laughs> in my body is typically a monster in the morning. And it's just like. <laughs> and the thing is the coffee wakes me up, but mm-hmm. I know a lot of people are like, I can't even function. Yeah. So I've had my coffee. <laughs> I, me to co- coffee is like it's saturday yeah 
It's time to let the stress go. <laughs> How about you pour a nice cup of Joe? Yeah. Listen to the rain. Or like, or how about you open a nice book? Yeah. I haven't read a book in I don't know how long. I know, because you give me shit. Because I try to expand my vocabulary (laughs) and learn something. We talked about this. Because you use big words to dudes who barely made it out of high school. (laughs) (laughs) That that is fair. (laughs) The army is equivalent of turning into a stripper, dude. Like, you're just like... Well, college didn't work, or community college definitely didn't work. Or Let's, uh, I should not go to college. Yeah. What do I do with my life? Yeah, let me uh, let me join the army. <laughs> Army's like, hey, you, uh, all, all of a sudden you're like, I don't know what I do with my life, and some guy in a uniform slides behind you, and they're <laughs> like, hey, I heard you don't know what you want to do with your life. <laughs> hey, dummy, <laughs> how would you like to make just above minimum wage? <laughs> yeah, uh, and have a place to live. Well. Uh, sorry. Anyway, I lost my train of thought. So I've noticed though, like when all the outside noise is gone, Mm -hmm. that's when I get my best ideas. And this morning I was like, I was thinking about like sipping on my coffee. I'm like, I remember when life was easy when I was a teenager Yeah, and all I was like, man, fuck this place. I can't (laughs) wait to be an adult. And I was like, well, I regret that. Yeah. Right. (laughs) But the big one is, think about your la- like your rite of passage. Mm-hmm. Your last thing you do as a kid, what is it? Um, as a kid. Yeah. Even though, like, I would argue, like, you're not an adult till like, you're, like, 23, 24, <laughs> yeah. in my opinion. But, like, 18, right? Yeah. What's the last thing you do as a kid? Uh, well, we had, like, a... Before you graduated, you had, like, the grad week or whatever. Okay, yeah, that's fair. And then, but it all depends. Like, typically, like, it'd be, like, you do prom. So, prom. Yeah. What I would, I would argue that is your last thing you do as a child mm-hmm. because you're graduating. Like, you could say graduation, but, like, a lot of people turn that as, like, your child to adulthood, right? Yeah. But I would say, like, prom's the last big thing you do as a kid. Mm-hmm. And I was, well, I was like 19. <laughs> I failed the first grade. <laughs> All right. Well, for most of us. So I'm like sipping there and I'm like, problem with, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know if you went. I know I went to two of them. Yeah. I went to, I went to three. I really, I, it was a great time. Mm-hmm. Um, and like it was just how naive I was, you know. I was like, "This is like what it's gonna be like going to bars and stuff." And then I go to bars, and everyone wants to fight me because I'm over 200 pounds, and I guess I'm a trophy <laughs> or whatever. And like, I thought about it. I'm like, "What if?" And I thought of it as like a business idea. Mm-hmm. What if I started a company where I host adult proms? And I thought of the pros and cons, right? Mm-hmm. Cons are like, well, I could just go to the bar yeah. if I want to do that. Like but a club or something like that. Yeah. But hear me out, right? Prom's a different animal. Yeah. Take someone that you're definitely going to have sex with. Yes. Like, it could be a friend or something like that. You're most likely fucking. Like, prom's like <laughs> one, like a few times as a kid, you're like, I'm fucking tonight. Yeah. I mean, I'm just calling a spade a spade, right? <clears throat> yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right. So there's that. Now, 
when you go to the club, sure, you dress up and stuff, but prom, adult prom, you now have adult money. Yeah. You can go buy that ridiculous, <laughs> poofy dress that you would not wear in public. Yeah. You would not wear to the club. <laughs> you get that big, poofy dress you wanted, right? That's true. Yeah. And then the guys, they're like, I'm definitely getting laid if I take this chick to adult prom. <laughs> so they buy into it. Hey, you want to go to adult prom with me? Yeah. And you get to, re you get to be nostalgic. Mm -hmm. You get to relive the prom. But now you get adult yeah. money. There's alcohol at the prom. There's no chaperones. So you can shake your ass as much as you want. Yeah. It also opens up for uh, people who couldn't go to prom. Yeah. People yeah, that I mean, missed out on that. Yeah. Right. Or, or just, you know, they just didn't want to go. They felt like, you know, whatever they and, felt to wherever. So what, and you'd be like, well, now you can go. And you it know? wouldn't be one of those things where like, it's every Friday. Yeah. It'd be like probably once a quarter. Make it a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Hey, our next adult prom is going to be June 19th or whatever the fuck. Right. Yeah. And there's just a bunch of adults in tuxedos and poofy dresses getting drunk acting all ridiculous with the dude who's got his matching vest the same color as her dress yeah <laughs> with the you'd have to put like like criteria on it because you know people are just gonna be like well i'm just gonna show up wherever i want to wear oh yeah it's there's like... gotta be a dress code yeah yeah not like i don't think it'd be as strict like i give you the opportunity but if you want to show up in a cocktail dress and a suit i'm not gonna turn you away yeah but you have to have the uh the corsage the corsage and yeah. then like the is it brogue or something what is it uh a uh, uh, Corset? No. No, it's a corsage and a... Oh, corsage, uh, yeah. Corsage is on the wrist. Yeah. Is it a corsage on the guy, too? I don't know. I Maybe. can't fuck... Well, either way, the flower on the lapel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have, like, that's, like, required. Yeah, right? Like, you come in, and, like, you, you, you pay... If you pay in advance, mm -hmm. it's a little bit cheaper, but you can't pay at the door as long as there's room. Mm-hmm. And, like, you do this whole thing where, like, what I would do for food is bring in, like, food trucks and shit. Oh, yeah. Right? You got to – and that's the thing. It, it, you're paying to get in. Mm -hmm. You're still going to – like, you have to get your food. There's a bar, all this shit. It would be, like, just, like, going to the bar, but there's just a different yeah. atmosphere to it. Yeah, yeah. Because you're all there for, like, the same nostalgic feeling. I yeah. That would be awesome, yeah. Well, that'd be, I think it's a good fucking idea. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and then we I put it on the inst, uh, on the little Instagram mm -hmm. story, right? Guess what percentage of people said they would attend an adult prom? Mm, I think it'd have to be pretty high because I mean, it's just nostalgic. It's like you know, that's the thing now. What, what is it? One hundred percent of our voters said that they would attend an adult prom. Well, they're our viewers, of course, they're gonna love your. Well, it's because they're the best. <laughs> Brodega listeners are always the best. <laughs> Wink. But that gives me confidence, right? Yeah. Maybe in the future we have you ready for this? Can I get a drum roll, please? Um, no. Okay. All right. <laughs> I don't want to touch anything. because <laughs> the, the Brodega Adult Prom. Oh. Are the Adult Prom sponsored by the Brodega? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You have to be a subscriber to get in. <laughs> yeah. You can't get in when you're not subscribed. You're meaning if I get on YouTube right now, on my phone and subscribe, I can get in. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, really? Like, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, it's, it's a great idea. I think it, I, at first I was like, 
I, I was kind of like, it sounds like a, like a ridiculous idea, but at the same time, I'm like, people live for nostalgia. Yeah, absolutely. People are, yeah, people always like seeking for nostalgia. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's a, it's a for sure a thing. Yeah. And I think like if, you know, if it's all like the same like-minded people too, and the same, like they're all here for prom. Yeah. You know, I think, I think it'd be pretty cool. Cause then you're going to have all those people who are just like. Well, I was too cool back then to go to prom. Yeah. And or, or I already had two jobs, you know, or I had a kid or something like that. Or yeah. in high school. I dropped out or what yeah. have you. And you get, it gives you that opportunity. Or maybe you did get to do all that and you're like, fuck, those are some simple times. I miss those times. Yeah. And you get to, t and what I would do is I would try to set the themes for like a certain demographic, yeah. right? Like, for instance, my demographic. The like we're gonna have a DJ, mm -hmm. and you're gonna hear fucking Lil. All right, so we had a little technical difficulty. <laughs> um, apologize for that. No worries. It's like we're talking about adult prom, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'd set it for like uh, certain demographics, like my demographic, right? I grew up in like that fuckboy Jersey Shore, LMFAO <laughs> mm -hmm. era, right? But like that—that's type of like you'd hear Lil Wayne and Drake getting down. You'd yeah, hear yeah. the fucking. You'd hear the lighter flick and the cigarette drag, and you hear, <laughs> and everyone knows some fire is about to drop, like all that shit, right? And then I, you know, like you could even set it, set it. Like what I'm saying is, like I would try to. There's gonna be all great music there, yeah. but like the theme around you is gonna be like your yeah. era. You could just take like a. Like, you know, if you sign up for like a ticket or something like that, but what year did you graduate high school? Yeah. And then like you take like the hottest hits from like, you know, maybe even average. Yeah. Or like, you know, just. And there would be like a range. Yeah. Like Get Low came out when <laughs> I was young, right? Yeah. But at my prom, bunch of 17 year olds. Ah, skeet, skeet, motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah, like... <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's a great idea, dude. Yeah. So thanks, coffee and rain. <laughs> um, yeah. So like, I legitimately I was like, that might sound a little ridiculous, but the poll right now is telling me I might expand that poll to a larger demographic. But be might on the lookout. Go to the bank. Part alone. Yeah. Be on the lookout. Thing. Adult prom <laughs> coming to a city near you. <laughs> um, Hell yeah, dude. So like I said, we're gonna mix in some mailbag questions. All right. Let's do it. Uh, what I'm thinking is we'll go back and forth answering first. Mm -hmm. And uh, what I'll do is I'm thinking I'll just pick an I'll, – I'll count all of our mailbags. I don't know how many we're going to get to. Mm -hmm. but try and hit all of them. Yeah. And you pick a number and we'll answer that question. Okay. How's that sound? Yeah, that's fair. So give me a number between 1 and 12. 4. 4. How did I know that was coming? <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> when did you start farting in front of your partner? <laughs> oh, man. Well, currently, I have not farted in front of my current girlfriend. However, okay. past relationships, um, I think at a certain point, it's inevitable. Uh, yeah. Like, it's just, at a certain point, it gets kind of like, if you don't expect me to fart in front of you, I think about the year mark, the year anniversary mark, 
because you're kind of getting out of, like the honeymoon phase. You're getting to like the real, real live relationship things. Yeah. And if you're in there like the relationship like three or four years, and you finally fart in there, and it's like, ooh, I don't know if I like that. Like you're invested at well, that point. And, and I was my answer is actually I said around a year. Yeah. Um. Because like let's let's think about it. Usually a relationship means that both people mm-hmm. are looking for some type of um. I almost said misogynist. I hate women. No, some type of uh, monogamous relationship, right? Mm -hmm. Some type of partner, right? Mm -hmm. So at some point, you're going to have to accept things of life. Yeah. And I'll admit, like dating, I'm weird about bodily functions, Mm -hmm. right? Like, I I remember like a mutual friend of my wife and I, like she was so open about how she needed to take a shit. (laughs) And I was just like, like I wasn't ever attracted to her, but like if I ever was like thought about that, if I were a guy, I instantly, she's like, I got to take a shit so bad. I would be like, yep. Nope. (laughs) See, I'm kind of like, I'm like different. Like, uh, like, I mean, yeah, that's there's there's other ways of saying it that I gotta take a massive shit right now. Or I need like to use the restroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, That's what basically. I still say. Yeah. Even being married. Yeah. I'll be like, I need to stop and use the restroom because I'm an adult. <laughs> no, yeah. I think about a year at that point because I, I once you get past out of that honeymoon phase, like there's like everything is so perfect during that phase. I think you need to get to that real real life. Farting, shitting, yeah. pissing in front of each other, showering together type of shit. And like legit day-to-day life. And that's when you really, because of course, you know, you're in, everything's perfect. Yeah. I'm perfect. I'm trying to be perfect. Everything's awesome. Dates are fucking amazing. It's when you get into the day-to-day life. That's when and I agree. you really see if you want to actually be with this person. I would say a year. Like at some point you can't hide all that shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just being more like, I'm not going to fucking project it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to be rude with it. I think that's fair. Yeah. You know, like, that's just, that's just life, man. Yeah. So that was a good question. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm going to go with number 12. All right. From listener apply pressure underscore (laughs) one, one, two, one, which is a way better Instagram name than I could ever thought of. (laughs) So thanks. Apply pressure. Yeah. Thanks for applying pressure to us on this question. Are aliens real, Tommy? Um, I'm going to go with the Elon Musk answer and say, of course they're real. There's no way in the infinite span of the universe there isn't some other living creatures out there. It's infinite. It goes forever. Yeah. We've barely even scratched. Like, we haven't even explored 80% of the ocean. Do you think we explored? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so you took one of my points. So mm-hmm. mine, mine is also yes. Yeah. And you know what's funny is the um, when I saw this question initially, I was like, that might be a main topic question. Oh yeah. And, uh, but like to not turn this into a science podcast and me not necessarily being an expert on the subject mm-hmm. or doing enough research, I decided not to do that. But <laughs> it was a really great question. Uh. So first thing I think about is, like you said, the large expanse, right? How yeah. large the universe is. And and you took it from me. 
how much of the ocean we haven't discovered. We've yeah. never seen the depths of the Mariana Trench, the deepest place on Earth. Yeah. Right? So we haven't even discovered our own ecosystem yeah. completely, right? Even just like the Amazon, too. We haven't even been to another planet. Yeah. Like human beings. We've been to the moon. Not a planet, though. Have we, though? <laughs> Fuck you, dude. Don't, uh, no, don't. I'm not even going there. <laughs> right? So we've been to the moon, but we haven't been to another planet. We're we're like, maybe one day we'll get to Mars. Like, we're still talking about getting to Mars. Yeah. Um, And I get we've put rovers and everything now, but what I'm getting at is we haven't even really left our galaxy. Mm-hmm. There's other galaxies. There's other planets that go around a star like we do. Mm-hmm. And technically, an alien could be another organism that lives on a planet. Yeah. You know? It's, it's just crazy to think that there isn't. Like, there's just no way. We're, and if we're the only thing out there, that's fucking... That I sucks. think it's ignorant. Yeah. So, and like, regardless of your religion or beliefs or anything, I think it's ignorant to think that there isn't another being <laughs> somewhere in space that... Has grown, has sentient life. Yeah. Requires something to live, no matter how advanced they are. So, easy answer, yes. Yeah. Now, if you want to get into the more mainstream, like, is there people that are, like, other living beings that are way smarter than us? And all that shit. Well, technically, the government already said their fucking is during yeah. COVID, and no one gave a shit, because yeah. they're all worried about making people feel bad about vaccine statuses. Mm-hmm. Like, the government was like, yeah, here's, like, 300 pages of, like, shit that we found. Like, yeah, aliens fucking exist. Yeah. Um, if there is other intelligent life out there that knows about us, this is my theory on it. And I, I won't admit it's not an original thought. I mean, like, I don't want to act like I'm the first one to thought of this, but mm-hmm. I think that there is other life out there where they're like, they are not ready to encounter us. Mm-hmm. Like, as in, like, if we showed up, the planet would go to shit. Like, like one of those things where it's like, for instance, there's an there's an island in, uh, off the coast of India mm-hmm. that is quarantined off. It's illegal to go there by the country of India. Mm. The reason being is there's an indigenous population there. And if we were to show up, because we have, like, all these vaccines for, like, smallpox yeah, yeah. and uh, polio and all this shit, right? Mm-hmm. They're so cut off from the world. Just our presence showing up there, they would all get sick and die. Yeah. And also, like, they're still, like, in tribal ancient times. Like, when planes fly over, they still think it's, like, a god or some shit, right? That's crazy, dude. So imagine that if, like, one of us showed up, and mind you, the the people that break the law and go there, they fucking murder. Like, Damn. this is a real place. You can look it up. What I'm getting at is just say you get past the murder and all that, right? Mm-hmm. And you were able to communicate with them how much you would blow their fucking mind <laughs> about what they don't know. Yeah. So I legitimately think if there is... And more intelligent life than us, I feel like we're kind of like that island where they're like, they're not ready for this shit, dude. Yeah. Like, they can't go a month without having another country talking about going to war with them type yeah. shit. hmm So that's my opinion on it. If we want to get more mainstream alien. Yeah, yeah. I, I can see that. I, can see I, that. I know I hijacked the mic, but I want to give you your no, chance for your... that's absolutely, yeah. 
no, I I I feel the same exact way. I just think I don't know so if if we're not ready. I just think we're not mentally willing to accept excuse me, other I don't know, just we're so just in our own bubble. I think that's the issue. That's what I'm getting at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like and I think the same thing. Like if if that was if we were that we're we're that island right now and I just think yeah, exactly what you're saying. Like we're so like and the way I think about it is if there is life looking at us, they're like, yo, they're still worried about, like, digging in for resources and border disputes. Yeah. They're not even worried about interstellar space travel right now <laughs> as a whole. Yeah. They're not fucking ready. Like, I, like, if there really is a race out there, I think they still think we're primitive. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So, hey, great question from Applied Pressure. You definitely applied pressure there. <laughs> Please send another question. All right, let's do one more, and then we'll kind of get into our main topic. Uh, right. One through twelve. Don't do twelve or four. Seven. Seven. All right. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. <laughs> How do you get your man to do booty stuff? <laughs> and I don't know if this. And I'm gonna I'm gonna leave this one anonymous in case they wanted it that way. <laughs> I don't know if this person means do they want booty stuff done to them or allow them to do booty stuff to their man. <laughs> I know who put this question in there. <laughs> so read it again. Read it again. How do you get your man to do booty stuff? I think this person is asking how are you, how do you get, how, do you, how are you like to do it to your man? Like if you're a woman, like pegging, yeah, pegging fingers in your butt, stuff like that. So I think it all starts with trust. <laughs> that's a very that's a very professional answer, Doctor <laughs> Phil. Please please elaborate. Yeah. Let's see. How do you get your man to do booty stuff? Well, depends how long you've been in the relationship. Okay. So this is all gonna work in together, right? So it depends on how long you've been in a relationship, right? And I think the biggest thing is to um, express your interest in doing these things, right? Because at first, like, I'm sure as soon as I said this, like, you know, so- someone like has heard that, you know, 95% of our viewers are like, fuck that. You know what I mean? And it's just like, you have to express that you want it. You Either your partner, you want to do it your partner, you know, whatever. Yeah. And honestly, if you truly love this person and you see the longevity with this person you're gonna do it because you have to think about it right the things that men do to women on some grades get really disrespectful yeah you know what i mean you know some people are into it you know and it's, it's fine it's you know no one's kink shaming you or anything like that whatever you're into you're into it. no one gives a shit if you have a partner who's willing to do it fucking congratulations you know what i mean yeah but you have to you have to be open and transparent with those things because if if you're not and you just live in this world of a fantasy that's typically how cheating starts yeah you know because you're just like well i'm too i'm too nervous to tell my partner who might you know kink shame me or whatever and not be into it and then I, then you're so invested in this relationship now it's not your norm so then it becomes an issue like wh- where would you get this idea from Blah blah, you know, becomes an issue. Yeah. So I just think honestly, the biggest way to get any person to do in anything originally is just to be honest on what you're into. 
Like, because a lot of guys, like Tom Segura said it best. Like he said in one of his stand-up things. He was like, um, you know, he's just like in a beginning relationship, uh, his partner asked him, like, what are you into? Like, you know, you get into that talking phase, like, what are you into? And his first thought was, don't scare her. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's just like, uh, you just have to be open and transparent of what you're into. And if they love you and they're willing to do it, I mean, they're going to be willing to do it if they love you. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, and I think all how human nature is, you're going to ease into that. But I think at yeah. some point, you do have to be totally open with what you're into. And if you're looking for that monogamous relationship we talked about, yeah. at some point, they're going to have to know all the shit you're into and accept you for it. Or maybe it's not. Maybe yeah. The thing you you know you're looking yeah like everybody like you know yeah yeah that you know misconception like oh sex not everything blah blah but it is I mean it's it's a, a big part of it's a, a big part of relationship it isn't everything no it's definitely not everything but it's a huge part of a relationship like it's it's your affection it's you know it's it's typically how people show their affection besides just you know from typical PDA stuff stuff like that but it's the most intimate part the yes. intimate way you can get with a human being exactly and then you know you want to be monogamous and it, you know people are saying like monogamy's dying stuff like that like it's just it's an unpractical and it's not it's just a lot of people think like well this person won't do it so i need another person to do yeah. this thing i need one person to do that thing if you're open and, and transparent with your partner and you say hey i like getting fingers put in my ass and you teabagging my or teabagging your balls on my eyes or whatever or you using my prostate like a speed bag <laughs> like that's <laughs> Then tell them that. And then if they're not into it, that's fine. Okay, cool. Well, that's what I'm into. Um, sorry, it's not going to work out. I'm not going to follow that up. That was a great answer. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you heard it here first on the Brodega <laughs> podcast. We approve of you getting your prostate speed banged. <laughs> Thanks, Rocky Balboa. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we're going to stop the mailbag there for a little bit. We're going to come back to it. Mm -hmm. Um Whoops. And uh, we're going to talk about our little main subject, right? We got mm -hmm. Super Bowl Sunday coming up next week. And a lot of people are like, well, why didn't you do it next week? Well, next week we are planning on watching the fucking Super Bowl. Yes. And uh, by the time the episode would come out next week, the Super Bowl would be over. Yeah. Why would you want to learn about Super Bowl? You don't have to worry about football for like five months. Yep. So we decided to do it this week. And, and another thing happened, right? We had the greatest quarterback of all time, Tom Brady. Finally time. said goodbye. And they're 22 seasons. 22 seasons, 45 years old. Um, So love him or hate him, he is the greatest of all time. Yeah. And I am going to stand on that fucking pedestal for a couple minutes. Yeah. I just have some some awesome, like, facts. Yeah, me to too. Think. So, okay. I'll no, just no, 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 no. I want you to tell him. All right. So when Tom Brady entered the league. Okay. LeBron James was a freshman in high school. Can you believe that? Yeah. Mac Jones, the current Patriots uh, quarterback, was one years old. He was a baby. <laughs> he was had he has like a smash cake. His that. replacement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was one years old. Was a child. Yeah, and it's just it's just a uh, like those are, those are two that really stuck out for me because like you know it's it's such a crazy, you know it's. I don't know. It's such a weird thing to think about. 22 seasons is a long fucking time. And what I got from his message was he didn't want to be known as it starting to become sad. Mm -hmm. you know, like sometimes you watch Hall of Famers and they should have retired like two years ago and it's kind of become sad to watch. Mm -hmm. 
and he and the that was like a portion of it, but the big portion was he was realizing his kids are growing up, and the amount of time he's had to dedicate to playing at such a high level, he wants to at least say he was like a dad. Yeah, which I think we can we can uh, applaud anybody who's like, I need to make a decision for my family. Yeah. Um. My big thing was, and I said it to you. Last year when he won the Super Bowl, I was like, he should retire. Yeah. Because how many people get to retire on top, still known as the best, Mm -hmm. and right after winning a championship. Yeah. Instead, his last game is not being able to orchestrate a comeback in the divisional round of the playoffs, you know? Yeah. And he played at a high level. That's the thing. He was down 20, I was like 27 to 3. Yeah. Yeah, we were watching. Yeah, we were watching yeah. at the same time. We were texting back and forth about it. I told you, I was like, they're not coming back. And they came back, and I was like, fucked. And here's the yeah. thing: I, I broke my rule, as you never doubt Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. It was, it was more like his the that team was injured, like yeah. bad. But what I'm getting at is, so love them or hate them, right? Because mm-hmm. like a lot of people in my area of the where I came from hate him. Because yeah. a lot of them were Colts fans. Mm-hmm. And there was that rivalry between Peyton Manning and Tom Brady. Yeah. And the Patriots stopped the Colts from going to the Super Bowl for a long time. But, like, what a lot of Colts fans don't fucking remember is there was a good part of the time where Peyton Manning was owning the Patriots. It's like, you know, the Patriots went to the AFC Championship like seven years in a row or some shit right there, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Colts were the ones that would fucking stop them or like Peyton Manning in general, mm-hmm. right? Everybody fucking forgets that. And then, like, there's all the, like, everyone talks about, like, oh, he cheated. I'm going to fucking tell you something right now, people. <laughs> Everybody's cheating <laughs> in some way, shape, or form. And what I mean by cheating is bending the rules. Yeah. All right, like, Bill Belichick finds ways to get guys the ball. And, like, you'll see, like, the rest will be, like, they'll look at each other and they'll be like, can he do that? And they're like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> like, I know there's a play, I think, in, like, 2015. Like, I think he brought in. He brought in like a lineman and put him at like slot receiver. And they're like, can he fucking do that? And you can tell the rest are like, I don't know. <laughs> and what I'm getting at is, is like that team has always found a way to bend the rules. There yeah. is no rule on it. Mm-hmm. Right. And you're like, oh, that's not like oh. at the end of the day. If someone goes to that much trouble to find a way to get a leg up on the game and there's no rule on it, you can't hate him for it. Yeah. You want to talk about the deflated footballs? That's fine. Because I'm going to fucking tell you something. <laughs> a lot of people want to bring up the footballs. They can't even remember the team that they got caught with the deflated footballs with. Yeah. It was the Colts <laughs> with Andrew Luck. Mm-hmm. And the Colts tight end, Jack Doyle, flat out said, it didn't matter if footballs were inflated or deflated. They beat the shit out of us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I remember it was bad. It was like 35 to 10 or some shit. Yeah. Like, it didn't fucking matter. It's just a reason to not like Tom Brady. Yeah, it's a reason. Oh, it's, it's, and we've talked about it before. It's a reason to hate on somebody that wins. Because human nature, I found out, is we hate people that have success because we don't have that level. Yeah, because, I mean, it's just, it's a virus that's going on with the world that's constant. It's, you know, all all stemmed off social media and everything like that. But we're in the constant, um, in constant... Uh, like comparing to other people. Yeah, social you know, media. Yeah, and then you know, like you know, you're comparing your life to a snapshot of someone else's 
seconds of greatness. You know what I mean? Like someone just posted, I just got all this money or I just bought this new car or something like that. But like, yeah, that's cool. That's great. Yeah. But like you're on, you're comparing your whole life to their, what they're willing to show you. Yeah. And it's just, that's, I don't know. That's it's, not how you should live. Yeah. It's the same, yeah, it's the same thing with everybody. Like, no, no, no one likes a winner when you're losing. Of and, course. <laughs> and, and I get a lot of people can be like, well, you're just a shill. You like people that want, all right, so I'm a fucking, I'm a, unfortunately, I'm a Chicago Bears fan. <laughs> And I can tell you, in the 20-something years that I've watched this fucking team, I can name three, maybe four seasons where I was proud of my team. Yeah. That means most of the time, I'm like, this is, like, I stop watching. Like, yeah. <laughs> right? So I think the reason why I've, I've been able to appreciate greatness like that is because my team was bad. Yeah. I didn't want to stay up on a Monday night and not get a lot of sleep when I have to work in the morning because I don't want to watch the Bears get slapped around by the Packers. Yeah. But I'll tell you this much, I stayed up to watch Tom Brady play the Patriots this year. Oh, yeah. You know, like, and I I found myself where, like, that 4 o'clock game or that Sunday night game and the Patriots are playing, I'm like, I'll fucking watch Tom Brady. Yeah. And I've been able to enjoy watching that level of greatness without really a bias. I'm not a Patriots fan. And and enjoy the high level of football. Because at the end of the day, I watch football to be entertained. Cool, I root for my team, but. I want to watch a good game. Mm-hmm. And more times than not, I'm like, holy shit, dude, this is impressive. I, I'm telling you, I probably watch every game during uh, that, that season where we thought, I think the 2008-2009 season where the Patriots were going to go undefeated. Yeah. That Until season. Until losing the Super Bowl. That's yeah, like, yeah. That season was amazing, dude. Him mm-hmm. and Randy Moss, like, that is something I, I, I will never forget. And I'll tell you this much. The greatest football game, not professional football game, not college, the greatest football game I have ever witnessed live with my eyeballs (laughs) was the 2015 Super Bowl. Tom Brady and the Atlanta, or the, and the New England Patriots against the Atlanta Falcons. Fucking 28 to 3 at halftime. Yep. Falcons 28, Patriots 3. And we got to watch not only the biggest comeback in the Super Bowl, yeah, the biggest comeback in NFL playoff history, and the first overtime game in a Super Bowl. It was the greatest game I've ever seen in my fucking life. Dude, it was awesome. Like, if you want to talk about, this is, like, the Super Bowl is the most watched thing in America. Yeah. Any, any category. It's the most watched thing in America. Mm-hmm. That means the most amount of, American, of Americans are watching the same thing at the same time. Watching you play a fucking game and you are down 28 to 3. And you come back. <laughs> you, the quarterback. is like I get everyone says it's a team sport. I'll tell you this much. The hardest thing to be in any professional sport ever. Name any professional sport. Is an NFL quarterback. Oh, yeah. Orchestrates the greatest comeback ever with the most amount of fucking Americans <laughs> watching you on the biggest stage there is. Yeah. Greatest game I've ever seen in my life. I remember you were at my house. Yep, yep. And I was pacing in the fourth quarter like, what the fuck is going <laughs> on? This is happening. And I, it was like genuine. I would like, I could not contain myself. It was insane, dude. Like, could, just, just seeing... 
and then and then after that it just became tom brady like that was yeah. like once he was like locked in like you see that look on the side you know on the side field on, on you know on the sidelines you just see him just like locked in you knew you were fucked yeah and it's just once you see that out of him it was just... tom brady on the sidelines with his head down yeah scary mm-hmm. and I, I'll, I'll that's when the goat start the goat talk started yep I remember right after they won that, like before you went home, like he's the greatest ever, dude. I remember showing up because we had to fly the next day. I was like, mm-hmm. that dude, like talking with her, like that guy's the greatest football like quarterback ever. Like, it was amazing. Yeah. And just on top of that, right? So like right there, he gave he gave me the greatest game I ever watched. So something my dad always told me, right? I, sometimes we watch ESPN class together. Like, I actually got to watch Joe Montana throw the catch. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't alive for it. Mm-hmm. ESPN class, like, they had it on. Dad's like, you need to watch this. Yeah. And I knew what the catch was. But watching mm-hmm. it live, I was like, holy shit. Like, watching the whole game, Yeah, I was like, wow. Or you know, And I've seen some of those old games that I wasn't around for. Mm-hmm. But something my dad always kind of told me with certain people, like, I grew up at the end of the Michael Jordan era. Like, yeah. I was a toddler mm-hmm. when MJ was out of his prime. Yeah. Um, Joe Montana, people like that, right? Walter Payton, Barry Sanders. Mm-hmm. My dad always say shit. He's like, I wish you could have saw this dude fucking live. He's like, you you haven't seen. He's like, you can watch it here, and you kind of know what's gonna happen. And he's like, it's different. Yeah, when you're watching someone of that caliber play, and you're like, this is fucking amazing. <laughs> You know, like my, like my dad, like he got to watch the fucking flu game and all that shit. You know, you know, like that's what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. And now I feel like the old man where like my son's already showing that he likes football Mm -hmm. and he's going to, mind you, he's going to grow up in a good area. He's going to get to see Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, uh, Mac Jones, guys like um, Joe Burrow play football. Like he's going to have his own And that's going to be his era. Yeah. It's going to be his era. And I'm glad he's getting to see that. Mm Mm-hmm. But I know, like, when he's like, dude, you know, like, Joe Burrow is fucking awesome, Dad. I'm, I'm going to be that old guy's like, I wish you could have watched Tom Brady play. Yeah. So, peace to the to the go. We talked a little bit longer than I wanted to. <laughs> but uh, I'll just hit real quick on the Super Bowl, right? Mm-hmm. And I understand this, this is not supposed to be a sports podcast. Some of you out there may not be that into sports. But something that I've realized is everybody watches the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah, because even if you're not watching the game, you're at least there for the halftime. And this halftime show is looks like it's going to be awesome. Yeah, crazy. Well, even then, you know what I found out is all the people that watch the Super Bowl, I think, really just do it because it has been broadcasted as this event. Yeah. Where like they, it's like they have to watch it or yeah. like they have to be a part of it. And a lot of times, like Super Bowl parties, there are people there just there to mingle. Yeah. And... So it is this big thing, whether you're a sports fan or not. Mm-hmm. And just to put it in perspective, so like football's been around since the 40s mm-hmm. in some way, shape, or form. And even before then, like certain colleges were playing football. Yeah. And then, you know, some, some guys got together like, I enjoyed playing football in college. And like, so did I. So they started a league. Mm-hmm. And then it got to the point where you had the, you had the, uh, National Football League, and you had the American Football League. Mm-hmm. Sorry, pick up speed. And we're talking like like these leagues started with like the Leatherheads. Yep, yep. And then it started growing and growing, 
and eventually these two leagues are like, we can make a lot of fucking money if we combined our leagues. And that's where we started getting the National Football League. And then if you watch football last week, you saw the AFC Championship and the NFC Championship. That comes from those two leagues. Yep. So if your team's in the AFC, you, you play it like that. It used to be the American Football League. Yeah, yeah. You'll actually see that if you watch the Chiefs, they have a big A mm-hmm. on theirs. They were like the American Football League champions, and then they played the National Football League champions, which was the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, yeah. Super Bowl one, right? So it was like both leagues were playing each other. Like both mm-hmm. champs played each other. Super Bowl one was the Chiefs and then the uh, Green Bay Packers. Yeah. And the Green Bay Packers won the first ever Super Bowl. Yeah. And they won the second one too, right? Yeah. yeah. And, and so, well, actually, no, the Chiefs won the second one. Did they? And then the Packers won the third one. Oh, okay. And I, and I believe the Packers played the Cowboys in the third one. But okay. What I'm getting at is that went from that first Super Bowl was people that were in attendance and local radio stations broadcasted that. So it wasn't national. Yeah. And now we're talking about it is the most viewed sporting event in America. You've got Snoop Dogg, Dr. (laughs) Dre, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, Kendrick Lamar all performing. You get a free concert. Oh, yeah. On top of a football game. People bust out millions of dollars for you to watch a 30-second commercial. It is an event. It is something it is. that you gather as a country to watch and mingle with your friends, whether you enjoy football or not. And that's what I think is special because it used to be like, because I used to think people just came for either the halftime show or the football. But like I said, I seeing it more and being in the military, I've noticed people show up just to be a part of that big event. Yeah, just to be there. And that's what's special about it to yeah. me, right? Mm-hmm. And... uh I know I brought up the, the halftime show. This is what I'm going to say. And please, I, I, I urge anyone listening to please join me in this. <laughs> There's always a couple assholes on social media that like I'm friends with that will be like, like last year. I like the weekend. I'll be honest. Like it's not my cup of tea. Yeah. I'm like, I'm more of a metal guy and stuff, but I thought that, weekend performance last last year was awesome yeah i was like that was entertaining they give you a free concert yeah absolutely and there's always somebody who's like i didn't think the halftime show was that good i'm like oh i'm sorry that they didn't give you a three-hour concert <laughs> yeah like you, fuck you, you. Imagine, like, yeah what 30 minutes i don't like Katy perry yeah i want to say Katy perry that super bowl she was on a fucking electronic lion yeah <laughs> you know like you can at least pre- lady gaga Jumped off the top of the fucking stadium mm-hmm. roof. I like, I like, and now people are quick with it. If there's anything that's like off about a show, there's a meme. Yeah. Like instantly. The memes are great. Yeah. I just, I love, I love like, okay, the Super Bowl show's over. I wait about 30 minutes and I go on. I'm looking for the memes, dude. Yeah. Like, and then, cause like, I remember seeing the Lady Gaga one and it's a, uh, it says Lady Gaga coming into the halftime show, and it's and it's uh, SpongeBob getting hoisted in, <laughs> it's like his magic suit on. Or it's like uh, uh, women jumping to conclusions. Yeah. Lady Gaga <laughs> jumping off the roof. Yeah, and shit like that, right? Like yeah. that's even a culture now. Yeah, but there's always some asshole that's like, I didn't think it was that cool. <laughs> like fuck you, dude. Like yeah. either way, again, I I don't listen to Lady Gaga. I was like. I wouldn't have jumped off the stadium roof. No, hell no. That's what I'm saying. Is they there is these big extravagant shows they throw on for free. Like mm-hmm. I like obviously they're making a lot of money 
for having Super Bowl, but you as a person yeah. get to watch this concert for free to watch some person sing in front of a live crowd on a, an electronic lion mm-hmm. that's like 20 feet tall. <laughs> I think you can at least appreciate the spectacle that you're getting. Yeah. It's, so it's... I join you. If someone's being an asshole, I'd be like, okay, sorry, Dale. Yeah. Sorry you didn't enjoy the weekend going through a fucking mirror maze with a bunch of dancers in sync. Mm-hmm. Just shit like that. It just kind of bothers me. Yeah. So with that being said, who you got? I haven't really thought of the score. Mm-hmm. And I, oh, actually, I guess I should apologize. On this show last week, I said there was no way in hell <laughs> the Bengals were going to beat the Chiefs. And now we're talking about the Rams and the and the Bengals playing in the Super Bowl. And again, I, I 100% apology to the Bengals and the fans. Like we have a friend, Mike, who is a diehard Bengals fan. And I was like, no way on God's green earth is the Bengals beating the Chiefs today. Yeah. And I was like, I'm sorry for being wrong. <laughs> um, that being said, I think the Rams are going to win. So I didn't realize, like I understood the Rams were stacked. Yes. Like, I, I understood, like, you know, like like a lot of money worth going. Because, like, you know, I'm, I'm into sports, but, like, it's not, like, my, you know, my thing. Yeah. I mean, it's not like something else. That I'm, just like, I'm into cars, but I'd argue you wait. No way. I, like, I yeah. I can get my way through a conversation. Yeah. But I am not going to sit here and tell you about an engine that was in this <laughs> fucking car this year like you can. Yeah. I think it's kind of the same. Yeah, yeah. Like, I know enough to, to talk yeah. about. You know, I know what's going on, kind of. But, I mean, so I'm, I'm sitting there because, like, you know, the Rams played the Niners. I'm looking, I'm like, man, Vaughn Miller. I'm like, damn. All right. I'm like, Aaron Donald. Yeah. I'm like, fuck. Jalen Ramsey. I'm like, I'm looking on that side. I'm like, OBJ. I'm like, the Rams are fucking stacked, stacked dude. They so, put a lot of money in that team. So uh, for those that don't know, a general manager is someone that trades people and also like picks people in the draft. Their GM basically trade away their whole draft for all. Like, yeah, they OBJ don't have a pick until the first round pick until 2024 something like that or 2023 or something like that and after he like got all those people his kids who are like older but like his kids got up in this coffee mug that says fuck them picks (laughs) (laughs) and uh and that's the thing they're all in that's the thing i said it last week so i i'm a a big fan of what the niners and the rams are very similar teams Mm -hmm. i like what sean mcveigh does he he's like we're gonna have a good defense we're gonna run the fucking ball and when you start committing to us, like stopping us running the ball, then we're just going to burn you with our talented ass receivers. Yeah. Like that, that is like literally the perfect type of team you can build. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a huge fan of what the Rams are doing there. And like I said, they're, I'm telling you, the 49ers are almost a carbon copy of the Rams. The only difference I would argue is you don't have as many stacked receivers, which yeah. like, I mean, at the end of the day, their GM t- traded away a lot to get OBJ yeah. Shit like that. That's what I'm getting at is the 49ers barely lost to the Rams. Yeah, yeah. So that that's why I'm saying like he did just enough to get them in the Super Bowl because they were right there. They've always been a fringe team. Mm-hmm. They needed a couple more pieces to do that. Von Miller is not a full-time defensive player. He comes in, and that's the thing. He's a Hall of Famer. You have a Hall of Famer coming in playing half the place fresh. Yeah. That's what I'm getting at. I think... I'm not going to I'm not going to keep shitting on the Bengals cuz I'm clearly not showing them enough respect. Um I, I think, think it's going to be a close gonna be game. closer. Yeah, closer than I would expect it. 
and, and I'm going to go with a theme here. <laughs> um, almost every single playoff game <laughs> this year has been settled by a kicker. Yeah. I'm going to have Matt Gay, the Los Angeles Rams kicker, kicking the game-winning um, field goal with four seconds left mm-hmm. to win the Super Bowl. I'll call it 27 to 24 Rams. Nice. Yeah, I got the Rams too. I don't I don't know. I would say the same thing score, but I just yeah, I think it's gonna be a lot closer than people are expecting. I'm not gonna keep shitting on the Bengals. I I but still I like I like uh what's his name? Money McPher- McPherson. The, yeah. the rookie kicker. Go for him. Yeah. <laughs> um here here's another thing. Like my dad, an older guy, doesn't know slang terms. Mm-hmm. You know, like what the kids say. I'm talking to my dad while I'm watching that Bengals game. Cause like I was making there, I was like, this shit's over with. Yeah. And then like he's like, You might want to take a break for make a dinner. And I'm like, What? And I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> and my dad, old white guy from rural America, mm-hmm. goes, I'll tell you what, son, that burrow kid, <laughs> he's got ice in his veins. <laughs> And I'm like, where did you hear that? He's like, he's, just, he's a cold motherfucker, is what he said. <laughs> and like, yeah, this is old, old, you know, been watching football since the 70s. He's mm-hmm. like, he's got ice in his veins. <laughs> and he does. Like, he he's already looking like the future. Yeah. I'm still going to say it, though. Sean, Sean McVay is a football genius. Mm-hmm. Kyle Shanahan's football genius. Bill Belichick is a football genius. Like, they, they're in that type of company. That defense, that Bengals offensive line is their biggest liability. Their defense is a fringe 10 defense. Mm-hmm. It's a good defense. Yeah. You can win a championship with that defense. Um, Jamar Chase and their wide receiver core is fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. There's, what I think it's going to come down to is I think that defensive line of the Rams is going to eat up that offensive line. I think Burrow and Chase are going to keep it close. I think, and I just think it's going to be one of the things where, like, they're getting it done, but mm-hmm. maybe if they just had a couple guys that could give Joe a little bit more fucking time, yep. mm-hmm. they'd be okay. So I think that's what's going to be the liability and the deciding deciding factor. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, just because he got, what, sacked nine times against the Titans. It wasn't, and I'll admit, they did a lot better um, protecting him against the Chiefs. Yeah. Darren and I thought. I thought it was going to be worse. I thought it was going to be worse, too. So I'll give them there. They, they're better, but the... I don't know. Like my whole thing is Sean McVay when he showed up, he spent time building that defense mm-hmm. and then built the offense. He understands how important the defense is. That is kind of their staple, regardless of what you want to say about Cooper Cup and Matt Stafford and all that. Yeah, uh, that is. Uh, I think that's gonna be a deciding factor. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, that was some good Super Bowl talk. Oh yeah. And uh, what I'm thinking is we'll do a couple more mailbag questions and then get the fuck out of here. All right. Sounds good. Um, and I want to emphasize to everybody, like, send in your questions. What I'm going to do is I'm going to post one every week. I'm going to post on our story on Instagram. Again, that's a great spot to stay interactive with us. Mm-hmm. I'm going to post polls and everything. And I'm always going to leave the last one as questions. Yeah. And and maybe as we get more and more, we'll have to kind of pick. So the better the question is, more likely you'll be able to get on there. But I want to have more fan interaction. Oh, it can yeah. be fucking serious. It can be funny. I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. It can be about anything. Anything. So 
1 through 12, mm-hmm. we've done... Not the numbers I picked. Yeah, 4, 6, 12. Go 11. Or 4, 7, uh, 11. Hmm. Oh, this is actually a really good one. All right, all right. And I'll, uh, some listener, listener Jasmine sent this <laughs> in. I joined the Army to see the world. I've seen it. Now, how do I get out? <laughs> Which is actually... Kind of a good question, because I, I, I'm kind of in that demographic. Mm-hmm. I joined the Army to get out of rural America and see see things and do things. Um, that is a fantastic question. So, if you joined to the Army to do things, and you, I think you have to look in and say, do I feel fulfilled? Yeah. And like, am I okay saying this is enough? Saying I, I'm i okay just kind of living more of a normal life? Yeah. I think you start to make that transition. But I'll always, I'll always throw this caveat with anything when you're, we're talking about a career. Mm-hmm. You should always make a decision on what makes you happy, but you should also outweigh, you should also weigh with the facts. Mm-hmm. Are you going to be happy and broke or are you going to be maybe a little less happy, not miserable, Mm -hmm. a little less happy than you'd be, but be financially stable and be able to pay your bills? Yeah. And I think, yeah, that's, that's for me, that's what it is as well. It's, um, so for me, like if I'm measuring my happiness, it is based off of my stability. It's, um, not even just financial and stuff like that, but it's just like, if if my life is stable, because you you know as you know, in our job things can go awry. Yeah, and very quickly. So, and it's not you know it's for me it isn't something I seek, but it's something I'm good at, or you know I'm willing to handle the pressure or whatever the stress that comes with it. Um, I just think, for me, I'm always trying to look big picture yeah like there's no other job you're ever gonna have where you do 20 years and you get a retirement for the rest of your life on top of a disability based of our jobs like we're gonna be disabled as we get out our bodies are breaking down we're getting older it is what it is we get vibrated for you know hours at a time on a helicopter and you know Hearing's going to shit and everything, and it's just, it is what it is, but it's going to be 20 years of really hard work for another, you know, foreseeable long future to where my stability will always be there. And then to get, like, I've, my kid, my college is, my kids' college is paid for yeah. already. Done. You know, people stress, like, how are we ever going to, we have to take out a second mortgage on the house, we have to do, you know, like. I joined the army because I couldn't afford college. It's, I mean, yeah. Like, I didn't I want mean, loans. I could. And, you know, I like I could have went to college. It just wasn't my thing. And yeah. I was back in college. And it's just, you know, it wasn't... For me now, seeing the big picture is providing for my kid for now and for the foreseeable future. Yeah. Taking care of my family. And that is what keeps me in. And, yes, we've seen the world. We've seen a lot of the world together. Yeah. Like, we've been... You know, Spain, Germany, all these different places. Like, most of them together. Yeah. And, yeah, so you've seen the world, but um, there's a lot more of it to see. I'm not fulfilled yet. I'm not done. 
And um, but the the biggest thing is if you come to work every day and it it is work. Um, the biggest thing with the military is you didn't sign up for a nine to five. Nope. You understood that. And if you expect, if you go into that thinking that this is what it's going to be, you're not going to have a good time. Like, <laughs> um, you have to go in and understand that it's going to be hard work, but if you can see down the road and see what it could provide for you, then it might change your mind. But some people are so tarnished towards the military because they've been fucked because they've been, you know, whatever. You yeah. Know. But it's all about perspective. Like if, if, you know, like, yeah, whatever, you, you know, you had a bad month or you had whatever, like you're going to have a bad time in the military, no matter what. There are times I'm like, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. Still. But, but you have to like, for, for me, you can't, you can't put that I'm being screwed right now and then take that mindset and take it all the way down with I, you. I think, I think the theme is your like perspective. Yeah. It's perspective. Absolutely. You know, like. Well, you, you're talking about after 20 years, you get a, like a form of pension, right? Yeah. And it's around the the medium average of America. Yeah. So you could sit on that, your ass the rest of life, and you're at least going to make the average American income. Mm-hmm. And then if you go get a high-paying job or even like a low-paying job, you're making money on top of that. Yeah. It's it's just... And most of us will be like 40. Yeah. You know? 43. I'll be 38. Like Yeah. You'll still be in your 30s. With a pension. And I'll have like the pretty much the medium income of an American. And then yeah. I could go to get a whole new career. Yeah, a whole new career, something that you're into, or even just something that you just want to make money on top of. And then like I always joke, like when I'm done, like I'm gonna go water plants at Home Depot, dude. <laughs> and be fine. Making eighty, almost ninety grand a year, you know. Yeah. And once it comes to like inflation and stuff like that. But you know, it's just like how like for me it is it is so trivial to think of like of course I'm going to stay in. Yeah. Like, why would I not? But I do understand other people's aspect of it. They want to do different things. That's fine. And I, I actually want to kind of feed off this question a little bit outside mm-hmm. the box. I joined the Army, and, I went to, and I've seen the world. Um, I know somebody, you know, speaking of myself, that wanted to see the world. Two things I'll, I'll put in perspective for anybody that might listen now or in the future that's <laughs> thinking about joining the military is I'll never forget one of my drill sergeants when we were waiting in line to eat. He was just asking people why they joined the army. And one person was like, I joined the army to see the world drill sergeant. <laughs> and he's like, the only part of the world you're going to see some shithole in the Middle East. <laughs> and while that, while that is somewhat true, yeah, like part of being in the military is going to places nobody wants to fucking go, mm-hmm. war zones. I will also say, the army does offer you a lot of opportunities to go to like Germany and things like that. And though you can do it in a conventional army unit or military unit. I was going to say this as well. I would say if you are really dead set on having a broader and I guess a bigger chance at seeing more of the world, I would recommend if you're going to join the military or in the military to join a soft unit, of some sort, no matter what your job is, most yeah. soft units offer something. Soft meaning special operations. Those guys get to ch- travel the most. Yeah. Like if you if you're an infantry, <laughs> go Green Beret. Yeah. Like or you're gonna you know, see like, even like you know Rangers stuff like that or you know yeah. it's just you. And and it's 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 not sad to say that there's a conventional army and then there's you know there's there's different tiers. But yeah, if if you think 
you you know you're a you know you're just you know an s1 clerk or whatever you think you're gonna see the world living or stationed at fort bragg you're you're gonna see fort bragg and jrtc that's what you're gonna yeah. see you're gonna see barstow california a few times and that's <laughs> And then if you're lucky, which is like, you know, not really saying lucky, you might see Afghanistan or Iraq or Kuwait, Kuwait. And that's, that's cool. I mean, Kuwait gets 120 degrees in the summer. (laughs) Yeah. And that's fine. But if you want to see more of the actual world and go to a lot of different places and have the freedom to explore them places as well, because you get to these soft communities, you're, you're an adult. Hey, make sure you're here at tomorrow, eight o'clock. And that's, that's your guidance. And it's just like, you know, you get to these places and you can actually explore. Like, we were walking. One time we rented a car. Yeah. <laughs> just went and rented a car mm-hmm. out of our own pocket and we but went you, to another but, city. Yeah. But it's just, join a soft community. <laughs> yeah. At the end of the day, like, think about what you need to do to join a soft community. Do that. You'll have a better chance of seeing the world. Yeah. All right. So I, I want to do two more and we get mm-hmm. out because this is a longer episode. Yep. All right. So the first one I want to do is... um this question was, fuck Dan. <laughs> and just to emphasize that question, I too believe, fuck Dan. Yes. Thank you. Fuck yes. you, Dan. All right. The last question, and it is geared towards me, but I think it's a good one. Mm-hmm. Cole, how did you get your confidence <laughs> at such a manly level to order a pumpkin spice latte with no shame? Well, let me tell you something. At some point in your life, if you're not going, you know what? I could give a flying fuck what else, what other people think of me. Mm -hmm. I think that's true freedom. It is. It's, uh, yeah, as, as soon as you're able to not give a shit about what anybody else thinks about you, that is true confidence, freedom, that is... And it's awesome. It's it's the eating alone. That's I'm fine eating alone. Yeah. Leave me alone. Going to the movies by yourself. You ever went to the movies by yourself? It's awesome. It is amazing. No one's gonna sit next to you because you're by yourself. <laughs> the, the only thing I will say to that though is there was one movie I went to see by myself and I was like truly into. And I remember I like looked to my right to like like whoa and there's no one there. <laughs> I was like, this is insane, imaginary friend. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, even just like the last couple of years, I've, for me, like I've learned I'm okay with being alone. Yeah. And sometimes I prefer than being around people. It's not that I'm an introvert or anything like that. You know, people are like, I'm an introvert. I cannot do that. I'm like, no, nah, I mean, I'm a social butterfly too. And I need to be, I can talk about most subjects. I can hold a conversation indefinitely and that's fine. But you know, if you really, when you really start to understand yourself and you've like you like spunk, pumpkin spice or whatever the pumpkin fuck spice lattes. Yeah, sorry, but you like them. That's fine. That's your thing. I'm gonna fucking you're gonna go get it, and that's great. And you're gonna have a fucking great time. And, and someone behind you is gonna make a fucking comment. And he's gonna be like, I'm still gonna enjoy this shit. Yeah, fuck <laughs> you, dude. Yeah. And and that's what I'm getting at is like, I I'm I'm a I'm a bigger guy. Um, yeah, you are. I I can I I consider myself more of a barbarian. <laughs> You know, like, I'm going to figure out how I can punch this thing to work instead of, like, <laughs> finessing it. Um, but I'll admit, there were times I did not go to, or I, I would I would have, like, my girlfriend order or something like that. The day I was truly free was the day <laughs> I was like, fuck everybody else. Yeah. 
And that is what I'll say is like, if you enjoy something, go fucking enjoy it. Cause I'll, I'll say another one, Mexican restaurants. I used to order things that didn't sound like white people stuff <laughs> on purpose. I do that to an extent now. Like for instance, if I like, you know, I, I work with people from all walks of life mm-hmm. and I go on work trips and there's a, you know, I work with a lot of Hispanic guys and they'll find like, I trust a Hispanic guy. He's like, yo, this place is legit mm-hmm. from what I'm saying. We need to go here. And if I'll go to this legit ass place and order, I'm going to, I'm going to try and get some really authentic shit. Cause yeah. that's where they brought me here. Mm-hmm. But if I go to a chain Mexican restaurant, I used to be like, oh, let me, and I try to find the most like Hispanic sounding things. They're yeah. like, oh, cool. White person ordered a, a cheese quesadilla. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Yeah. You know, but like, <laughs> then I finally had perspective. I was like, they know they work at a chain Mexican restaurant that yeah. really isn't Mexican food. Mm-hmm. And I was like, fuck that, dude. If I want a torta, I'm going to get fucking torta. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And yep. and that's what that's my advice. If you like some, fuck everybody else. Because at yeah. the end of the day, you're enjoying it. Exactly. Yeah. Don't let anybody fucking yuck your yum. <laughs> so, I know this is a long episode. Mm-hmm. I think we had some good conversation. I really like the mailbag. I did, yeah. Like I was, I'm not gonna lie. I was kind of like think, thinking about this way, like like smaller subjects, mm-hmm. and like the aliens one was a great one. You yeah, know, like shit like that. Like, that, like I didn't think we were going in depth with the whole army question. Yeah. So I, the butt I, stuff. I, I yeah, I want to keep up this. <laughs> I want to keep up this mailbag. Uh, so plan on that. So I, I think it's a great way for you as a listener to be involved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, excuse me, I had a energy drink burp. Nice. Oh, uh, so there's energy drink in that cup. Yeah. I'm telling you, you know what? Sorry, we're going to go a little longer. This is a fucking game changer right here. No, it's not. Yes, it is. It's you want to carry around a cup that says, like, I'm I'm better than you. Dude. All right. Let's. let's I like make... how you're saving the turtles, though. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> That's a metal straw. All right. Can we make a deal? Yeah. If. And there's really only benefit for me in this deal, but feel free to say no. If the Rams, <laughs> if the Rams don't win the Super Bowl, you don't have to do it. If uh, actually, yeah, since you want the Rams to win, if the Rams don't win the Super Bowl, you have to drink one energy drink out of a metal cup with right. some ice, and like just tell me what you think. All right, That's I'll admit sometimes I feel a little emasculated drinking out of a fucking straw. You know, like. <laughs> mm. <laughs> But I'm, I'm telling Sorry, you, like, let me do it to not mess with their lipstick. So yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I I feel the ice halfway. Mm-hmm. I pour an energy drink in there, and I'm telling you the the temperature and the way it just tastes different. I'm telling you, dude, it's a fucking game changer. All right, if they win, if the if the Rams lose, you have to drink one energy drink out of a Yeti fucking right. metal tumbler. I got one with a straw. Only I've only put alcohol in it. So. I get it. I'm telling you, like, <laughs> I enjoy drinking alcohol out of these things. Like, I'm telling you, it's a fucking game. I do. I drink out of a can at work on a mm-hmm. Sunday. This is it. I'm telling you. All right. I'm down. Right. Um, now I'm going to do the close out. <laughs> so uh, keep doing that mailbag shit. We are hitting the COVID cleanse big. Uh, I got my numbers back from the personal trainer I contacted. Cole's got some work to do. <laughs> All right. So uh, look look for those workouts Monday, like tomorrow, 
Mm-hmm. Look for those workouts. Uh, I'm going to start out with a, uh, I, I know we're both going to start out with a run yep. tomorrow morning. I'm doing two a days at least because, like I said, Cole's got some work to do. And uh, I'll be doing weights. So what we'll do is we'll post uh, post a cardio. We'll post a uh, a more anaerobic uh, weights workout exercise. Feel free to uh, join us and feel free in the comments of those to tell us how the workout went, progress mm-hmm. you're seeing, all that shit. Oh, absolutely, guys. Uh, make sure to follow us on Instagram. Uh, it's a place to interact with us. Uh, give us a like and a subscribe on YouTube and a uh, review and, or, or a, even a, a like if you want on any type of podcast platform. We really appreciate it. And please make sure to tell your friends and share. We really do appreciate it and uh, we want to grow the community. And uh, last thing, we will be making a purchase <laughs> of Brodega stickers to buy. This week, we're going to put the order in, and then when they get in here, we will announce it on the show. Can't wait. All right. Well, hey, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening to the, the podcast for bros by bros. Sweet. All right. Peace out, guys.